Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora. And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled meh Mediocre and uh, making history moments Aww. of film history. <laughs> um, I'm awake, alone, and aware in the streets of Topeka, Kansas. Matt. I'm Hale, Cassandra Tease. <laughs> I'm one of the other ones. <laughs> Shout out, Julian. Well done. Congratulations. His name's James Kane. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm James. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, you don't know us, Julian, but we know you. <laughs> the world knows you. But, you know, uh, national pride, I guess. Yeah. And this Good is the, the Oscars episode, yes, right? We are, yes, we are talking about Monsters Ball today, but we will also be talking about the most recent Oscars. Mm, and context. I mean, there's very good parallels between this year's Oscars Indeed. and this movie. Yes. We might have chosen this particular episode to do for Monsters Ball yeah. in advance. Well, what purpose. are you talking about? Our timing is impeccable. It just yeah. landed naturally. Yeah. Um, with that, should we take a little sidle over to the pop corner? Mm-hmm. Mm. Pop, 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 pop corner. So before we get into the Oscars, which we're going to probably take up most of our popcorn or real estate today, uh, a little negative shout out to popcorn, (laughs) (laughs) particularly the the countdown brand, countdown brand popcorn, micro popcorn. Uh, We've discovered a new tier to popcorn, burnt popcorn, and now we have popcorn. popcorn. Uh, We did have some popcorn during this movie, and it is still... Like you know, putridly infiltrating the our mouths. Feel is lingering. It was horrible. Uh, something had gone wrong, and it's that stale. popcorn stunk out Matt's kitchen. We are here in Matt's house for the first oh, time. Oh yeah, recording. location so if the, um, change. If the if the audio quality is a little bit different, that'll be yeah. why. Um, but yeah, so no thanks. Countdown. Mm. Popcorn. If we drop halfway through this podcast, that was bad ass. Yeah, we may happened. all die from food poisoning because <laughs> that was disgusting. Well, you know. James did eat the whole bowl before he realised. I didn't quite realise how bad it was because I love the taste of popcorn in my mouth, but it's the aftertaste that really gets you with rancidness. Yeah. Um, it's mostly just salty when you're eating it at first and you're like, this tastes not as good. And then you're a few bites in and then you're like, mm. hold on, this tastes actively bad. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a while to kick in, but mm. once it's there, it is. it stays there. Yeah, so sorry to Monsters <laughs> Ball, um, the final act of it, because yeah, we were... Yeah, definitely didn't... We're still there, we still watched it. Didn't get the uh, honour that it should have had uh, if we hadn't been really distracted by the gross popcorn <laughs> taste in our mouths. Yeah. So that is a negative review, it's a biff. Yeah, it's a biff for a countdown popcorn. Rancid popcorn hot take. Yeah. Um, should we just talk about the Oscars? Let's do it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this Oscars. This was good. This mm. was a safe hands Oscars. Yes. Yeah. And the production itself was very good. I liked the little production touches that they had for each um, presentation of the nominees. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was really honoring it. And whereas in previous years, it was like ah, films. Who fucking cares, right? Yeah, it seems like the presenters and the um, host, even even though his jokes were hit or miss, uh, I feel Kimmel, like even some of his jokes. Might yeah. have been better than his delivery of the jokes. Yeah, you know? like, but it feels like he did see the movies and he cares about the movies. Yes. Instead of like, ah, oh, who saw that? Oh, he did have a dig at Babylon, which was kind of funny. More about mm. like budget. Yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. But. yeah. But you know, a lot of the um, hosts have been kind of above like watching the movies, like mm. or like yeah. caring about them. 
Um, but yeah, this was nice, especially like, you know, after the very, I mean, iconic in the wrong ways Oscars of last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, also just beyond that, like the terrible decision to like cut some of the awards and like yeah. present them like as edited clips and it just didn't feel yeah, right. They and I clearly feel saw that that was a those, very those unpopular winners. decision and they were like, we're yeah. going to do all 23. I don't know um, why they keep doing this. They try to keep cutting the, the categories. They try to keep introducing like popular film and stuff. It's most just popular like, film. We, you know, we had to, we did get to see flash into the speed force, yeah. but we, I'm glad that didn't come I'm back. glad they cut that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm yeah. just like, the people who are going to watch the Oscars are the ones who care about the nominees, not yeah. about the things that you want to introduce. Yeah. Like, and um, also <laughs> learning what the technical awards are, like develops an arc around year. like who might sweep, who might not, you know? I really enjoyed, yeah, the focus on the technical Oscars, uh, mm. like sort of seeing what these different categories mean uh, in this Oscars. Absolutely. Like showing, like I love the little uh, like costumes and the little you know, yeah. on stand, at the I back still, of the stage. I, mean, I miss got, the fashion shows. We got a little taste. We still need the fashion parade. Fashion shows should come yeah. back. Um, but I like just sort of even showing the cinematographers at work, mm. like mm. doing like, oh, let's just show like a montage of them on set, seeing what they're doing, how they're framing mm. the shots and yeah. things like that. Got, uh, um, Michael Che, Kay Jordan and um, Jonathan Majors like showcasing like what a low angle shot is like and fun, how they yeah. did it back in the day with Orson Welles yeah. and Spike Lee with his tracking shots. I do miss, like I remember when I was a kid there was some Oscar where they used to have the scripts and they would oh, have like yeah, somebody yeah. reading out all of the like interior whatever. you guys did film room. what is it called when it's a stage direction but it's film what are those called it's like a it's a it's, it's a stage a tr- direction <laughs> yeah, okay yeah, this, the film stage directions yeah. so it's somebody reading all of those out while it's like showing the, the I know shot. someone is out there those. like screaming just, like, screaming right into the podcast and tell us because <laughs> yeah. we don't know tell us Johnny Crawford I have literally written for television and I didn't know when I called them stage directions the entire time uh <laughs> so please tell me what those are called in, in film uh anyway I like the 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 uh, before we get into the actual words as well. I really like the the two presenters thing. Like, yeah, it felt nice. It felt like it uh, feels like a sort of, nobody's left to like sort of be hung out to dry yeah. on the stage, you know. Except for Harrison Ford, together. who unfortunately that was because uh, yes. Glenn could not make it because of COVID. COVID. Yeah. But yeah, he did fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice moment because of who he presented to. Yeah, and, um, yeah it was nice. Yeah. And who um, did he present to? Yeah, yeah so the winners. I, I really enjoyed everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I was incredible. super glad for it. Not just because, obviously, you know, speaking from an Asian perspective, mm-hmm. I'm super happy to see Ke Hui Kwan and yeah. Michelle Yeoh yeah. getting up there. Um, I'm excited to see, yeah, like it's such an Asian-American story mm. winning, um, particularly. Like, you know, there have been Asian stories that have won before, but not for acting and not specifically Asian-American mm. stories necessarily. Yeah. Um, about the diaspora and all those diaspora feels, but also I just enjoyed that such a weird film. Exactly, yeah. was in not there. just to win, but to win so dominantly. Like yeah. we haven't had a sweep this uh, big since like Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, which yeah. I'm, and that was the last time before the ten nominees was like introduced. And was, like so Slumdog Millionaire, great. if you're yeah. comparing that in terms of like a story set, you know, like mm. a, a sort of Asian story, like that's a like you know, there's a lot of kind of, I guess classic hollywood beat sort of things mm, in that yeah, sort of movie totally. whereas here like we do have a, a you know like Butt a plugs, hot dog finger universe sausage fingers like yeah. rakakuni you know, and, sure. and he got to come to the oscars i was very excited Incredible. to see harry shum jr yeah. the first glee class <laughs> cast member to get up on the oscars stage um yeah like uh, it was, it's such a i think the thing i loved about that film and seeing it 
was a, the level of heartfeltness with which mm. they followed through all of the most crazy ideas. Like it yeah, felt yeah. like let's be absolute. Let's not just be. You know, people think of multiverses and it sort of shows the limit of their imagination a lot of the time when they're thinking about absolutely every possibility that they can kind of. What know. if there's a bad version of Doctor Strange? Yeah, it's just like, oh, and this one, they're all pirates. I don't know. Like, But I think this one, they, they go so much more into the yeah. strange complexities yeah. of like what could be out there in the universe. But then they also like take things which were gags and then follow through those gags into their like mm. most sort of playing them straight, playing them to like an emotionally... Yeah, it was yeah, emotion emotional first. Level. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so like, I don't know. I love as an emotion first yeah. maker of, of art... Mm. Uh, yeah, I think that really jives with me about that film. So that's something that I, I really loved to see as, as just like a fun, yeah. weird well, weird year for the Oscars in I, a great way. I think it's a great... And I also really <laughs> think the reason it dominated so uh, much is because it is kind of like a unicorn. It's like everything mm. the Oscars want to be in a film, like it's pushing the medium forward. It's about imp- an important... Um, underrepresented story so that's the idealistic part of the Oscars but it also made a fuck ton of money yeah, yeah. it's popular and people it's, just but like not just popular it. it's popular with a younger crowd which mm. you know the Oscars want to desperately yes. get back yeah. and <laughs> so it was up 12% in terms yeah. of viewership right so, and it was still in the movie theaters in America yeah, it just so never left it was, it's kind yeah. of like a unicorn so we'll see if this is like a big sea change but I think but more likely it is just for other people to try and but, fail to imitate yeah. everything everyone wants it's, it's nice <laughs> to yeah. see like I think ever since Oscar's so white and also like mm. just um, the expansion of the membership, like the, I think the classic Oscar bait, like your Belfast, your Fablemans, they are not the Oscar winning movies now. Yeah. It's the ones no. that like are emotion first, usually like showcasing stories of like underrepresented people, even something like Green Book is a black story that makes white people feel good. But I mean, it is, coming back to Green Book still, later yeah, on today. Yeah. <laughs> but it is still like, you know, like, an important story in the way it kind of like it's about some form of social change in a way mm. and I think that's kind of the thing that is yeah, the most yeah. Oscar Beatty film coming in now and the thing about the um, everything everywhere all at once is now it comes in like you know like you can be inventive with that you can mm. you can push it to like it's a comedy as well so like you can do yeah. whatever and I think what it comes down to it is very exciting, but it also still is a fa- a movie about family. And, yeah, it's mm. like um, if you actually just go like, okay, this is a film about like an immigrant family and the mother's breakdown of her relationship mm. with her with her queer daughter. Yeah, like that could be that same exact sort of emotional arc of a mm. story you can tell in so many different ways and so many more conventional ways. And I think the thing that actually sets us apart is that you've got that kind of. Not necessarily universal because I don't really like that term, but like a, a a sort of central story that can be told lots of different ways, mm. and that this is the way they decided to tell it. Yeah. I think mm. that's what's really interesting about it. And I think both of those, the I mean, the the Daniels took home directing and screenplay awards, mm. and there might be better written screenplays, but this is the most inventive screenplay mm. to me. So I think you know it is deserved because you know yeah. it's the most the... original screenplay. Yeah, yeah. As somebody on Twitter I saw uh, was uh, believed that that's what that that category meant. One what? of those anonymous right. Oscar ballots. Yeah. 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 Well, it's juggling a whole ton of different things, and yeah, yeah. you never feel particularly lost during the film. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and it is it is really the the, direct, the the control they had on the direction even though you know some people found it overwhelming it's not going to be for everyone obviously and that no. was that was the big concern because like 
Everything well, Everywhere All At Once's trajectory, while it did sweep a lot of the awards, it lost a lot at BAFTA. It won one award there. Mm. It won, like, two Golden Globes. Like, so it mm. wasn't, like, winning everything. There was still some sense... Of, and I like that. I like I like it better that there is some sense of danger where you don't know that it's going to be, like, sweeping everything. Yeah. It yeah. Is, and yeah. if we're talking about, like, representation, it's also, like, a film that felt very representative of, like... People with ADHD, which like um, Mm. one of the Daniels, I forgot, is it Kwan? Daniel Kwan? Yeah. um, Realized that he like was ADHD during the process of making this film. And was like, oh, Mm. that makes sense why my brain works this way. (laughs) Interesting. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And it's, it's cool. Like, I do think, I mean, maybe next year at the Oscars, it it may swing back a little bit the other way. You often get that, right? That's the thing. It's usually one for them and one for us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was like Green Book, and then we got Parasite, and then we got Nomadland the year after, which is for everyone, and then they got Coda, and we got everything everywhere. But I think in terms of that impact, in terms of it being such a sweep, yeah, I do think like... People are going to be massively influenced by this film and it's going to change people. I think it's just one of those films where like lots of young people will point to that film and, and be like, that is the film that kind of like, yeah. I want to make. that is cinema. Yeah. You know? And like, <laughs> if you're seeing that for the first time as like a 15 year old, that's the sort of thing that's going to be, I want to make films, yeah. you know, which is really I mean, exciting. it's going to birth a lot I, of I'm film bros so and brouettes, but you know, like, yeah. you know, but I'm also like, I'm that's excited fine. to see like the, the films made in like 10 years from yeah. people who saw this when they were a teenager. And, and like, it's really good that make. like you know, the things, the movies that we're holding up now are like Moonlight and Parasite hmm. and everything, everywhere all at once. So, like there will be lots of kids who will be you know not even just filmmakers but like everyday people who will see those films and be like well if you think about like both of you guys as like starting out film people i feel like have told me before that you were very much like okay i've got to watch all of the oscar winner best picture winners i've got to like you know got my thousand and one films that you have to see before you die all of that kind of thing and you know it's as much as oscars don't mean anything you know obviously like the best film of the year is not always best picture Mm. it it being in that list helps Mm. you be seen by people in the future in posterity because people are going to go back and look at you so you know i think that is a really cool thing to be part Mm. of the canon yeah Um, and certain things resonate like with you like sometimes like with the best pictures like there's some that aren't gonna hit but like the matrix didn't win best picture but this feels like exactly but this feels like a similar kind of level of impact as like something like the matrix Mm. Um, and it was just nice. Wins, maybe? Me and like, Matt had yeah. a lot, had a little cry at Kihui Kwan. Oh my god! Like, oh my Kwan. gosh! Getting in there. Like... I mean, even Ariana DeBose when she announced her name, she, yeah, his name like, Kihui Kwan. Mm. Yeah, so like, a kid, like... in a good way, not and the I'm like, Me, yeah. Ariana, yeah. she did the thing. Like... She did the thing. <laughs> Um, the way but, she conjured that, that, up that emotion and Key knocked it out of the park. Yeah. yeah. And then we got a surprise win by Jamie Lee Curtis. Which, uh, you know... Matt was, Matt was here for. <laughs> I was here for his Matt was processing. Matt was surprised, right? Yeah. I, was surprised. I, was I didn't much, think it was going to happen at all. I was very much rooting for Angela Bassett. But I'm pretty happy for Jamie Lee. I mean, she has given us a lot over the years. Mm. And this was just a really fractured race. Like, yeah. you know, we yeah. could have had different winners. Stephanie Shu did not have a shot. And Hong Chao is very much a three-horse race. Mm. And I... Honestly, did not think Jamie Lee would end up <laughs> yeah. the winner, but no. I I loved her speech, the way mm. she thanked everyone, and and I, I think it is fair for her to sort of say like this. It's it's such a changing landscape that somebody who has mostly worked in genre cinema absolutely, can now yeah. be recognized for their performance, which is such a thing. It's definitely like a, a common thing in the Oscars yeah. that only you know serious dramas get rewarded. I, I also can't be mad at like a comedic performance being yeah. Um, 
showcased. And that is a true supporting role. It's yes. like, you know. I mean, this is my whole thing. I'm like, <laughs> I think, I'm, cause, because I'm very much like, yeah, Tony's this, girl. This is actually, well, Tony's girl. Yeah. But like, in the, uh, there's been a big discussion about Tony's recently because there's quite a lot of, like, in the theater scene, a lot of non binary yeah. actors mm. who are like, basically, if you're non-binary, you have to choose mm, if you go yeah, into Best yeah. Actor or Best Actress, yeah. and it's like, that's really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and so there's been discussions about what would happen if we took away the gendered acting categories. Mm. And I'm personally like, I think it's a great idea to take away gendered acting categories and have like Best Lead, but then also expand the acting mm. categories so that you don't lose the number of, you don't like halve the number of awards. So you've got Best yeah. Lead, Best Supporting, Best Featured, and Best Ensemble. And you've still oh, got the yeah, four, yeah, yeah. but the then four. you've got like you know like that's that's i think that's good i think that's rather than like because i don't know i think it's it is pretty ridiculous that we are still sitting here going like this false binary of actor Mm, actress mm. and then also it's interesting to me this sort of weird category thing where like you know yeah would you get more or less category fraud from that do you think well i think that would help if it's like there's this thing of like if we if we we decide what supporting and what featured means if Mm. like supporting is there's a strict number of rules of what's supporting and what is because i think often when we're talking about supporting actors you know, it's like so, second, third leads. It's like, are you second, third lead? Yeah. And like, that should be a supporting, or like, are you a person who's in, you know, are you well, a Judd Hirsch, Hirsch, um, like, Judd Hirsh is a featured, fact, you know, he's a yeah, featured you know. actor. Like, or like Shakespeare in Love, Judy Shakespeare in Love, Judy yeah. Dench is what Absolutely, it's going to say. That's a featured yeah. actor. And I'm like, that should also be a, a thing, but they shouldn't be in supporting mm, with, with, mm. The, with the second and third leads. Yeah. Like, that should be a separate thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm like, I think that would be a great thing to do if they decide to get rid of gendered categories, which I think they should. I mean, I am very yeah. curious to see how fast that process is going to be. Mm. I know it's going to be... Like, I'm all for it, but I don't see it happening. I think Oscars, it's a while away. Well, I think Tony's, it could happen yeah, earlier. And I think that'd it's be... it's just... You want to watch the Oscars for the four acting winners. And that's, that's the, the thing, thing I like. Yeah. I think that if you keep four awards, yeah. you'd expand the different categories in which they can... So you're not getting rid of awards, because yeah. that's the thing people don't want. Mm. Um, but you're saying take away the gender. But no. Yeah, I just don't... I'm like... I think the whole thing is there is this kind of, I don't know, there's this like second wave feminist argument of like, ah, oh, if we take away the gender acting categories, then women will never win. Yeah, I think and that is... And I just is don't ca- think that is personally no, true. Well, my argument is that like, why don't we give it a shot? Because there's like a lot of concern preempting it. That's yeah. like, you know, and I get it. I know that like a lot of cis black women and cis women of color are like not already getting the nominations now yeah. and I get the concern that they may even further be but I'm like I, yeah. the, the solution to women not getting represented in best director isn't to have a best female director yeah, category yeah. like exactly. I don't think that's, that's, that's the, th- the solution but also let them make the mistake so they can be uproar and we can change yeah. the thing like the, the exactly. way we can correct it is like if we recognize that there is a mistake but we're like concerned now because we're projecting yeah exactly i'm like i think like there are there are essential you know kind of uh yeah things that things that are much worse about this kind of binarist categorization than there are about you know just trying it um what else one women talking won the screenplay award big surprise she didn't even expect it she was expecting i think because i think yeah i think it was the favorite coming in but on the night, All Quiet was winning awards that All it wasn't was favorite dominating. for. Well, it was, the, it was that thing where, like, you know, um, Everything Everywhere won a couple. And we're like, okay, cool, yeah. cool. But then, yeah, All Quiet and suddenly just... International yeah. film, yeah. which was, it was, it was projected for. It was expected to win international film. But then, then also cinematography, c- cinematography, makeup and costume. 
um, cinematography and score, score? Which, which were kind of like not that surprising. It was the production design that was mm. surprising right. because it could have been Elvis, it could have been Babylon, which yeah. had like more, stronger example. more kind of showy yeah. production design. War I... movies don't usually win production design. They win sound, which ironically, it lost to Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also war, I guess. And yeah, Gun, yeah, yeah. Fighter, fighter planes. And stuff. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front. I, have not I feel yet. like we can't yet. make judgments. Yeah. We kind but, of all of us were like quite anti watching yeah. the Oscars. Like, I was scared. I was scared. Because <laughs> we were like, it's gonna come for no. our boy. But is it a mixed bag? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, have no interest. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but it was it was hugely dominating. And then yeah, I think that screenplay indicated. I oh, know everything everywhere is gonna get it. And then the sound lost as well. Yeah. Like mm. I was like, oh, we're safe. We're yeah. good yeah, to go. Yeah. 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 And then I think by the time Jamie Lee won as well, I knew that Michelle was winning, which was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, unless they did the fucked up thing where, like, they awarded <laughs> Jamie Lee and then, like, well, that, later that on. would have been yeah. particularly awkward because, yeah, we haven't said yet, Halle Berry and Jessica Chastain, the two oh, previous... Yes. Um, oh, no, well, sorry. The, Jessica Chastain was best, the previous. Best, best, best but then Halle Berry then. was brought in yes. as just, like, a... You because know, usually like, they would have had... Just the well, case. They would have had the best actor come in, but Will Smith, because he's now banned from the Academy... <laughs> For 10 years, um, yeah. They brought in Halle Berry because they were counting on Michelle But that was very much a it. specific decision to be, like, yeah, we would love this because to be, you know... Like if you don't know, Michelle Yeoh would have is the second person of colour to win Best Actress, which is... Yeah, um, yeah. Well, the second openly the person of colour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah right. and the first, like, yeah, openly Asian actress, yeah. because Mel Oberon, yeah, like, Mel Oberon. technically honestly, was Asian, I, but was, was think, passing as white. It I was think not there's also Asian. some Indian ancestry in Vivian Lee's um, blood, I think. <laughs> you know, but, you know, we don't... But, yeah, I'm like, I think Michelle Yeoh, I, I would safely say, is oh, the absolutely. first yeah. properly Asian yeah, yeah, actress yeah. to win Best Actress. And it was a nice moment, and um, I think everyone was... I don't think it was that close in the end. I think no, everyone no. was just rooting for, for that cast, and, like, I think... Even getting Jamie Lee swept up in the love, I think it's... Um, someone compared it to, like, when Shit's Creek, like, cleaned it up. Every, everyone just loves that show so they're yeah. awarding every category like, that yes that's my fave like, yep, yeah. yep 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 yeah. Um, I mean, there were some people that lost because, yeah. like, you know, like, obviously well, Tar, we were a big well, fan of, honestly, didn't get anything. Um, the thing Banshees with the, didn't with, get anything. With the um, expanded Best Picture lineup, is that, like, usually the Best Picture winner is, like, like collects three or four Oscars and mm. then like some of the Better other nominees elsewhere. give like two, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the first year where we, we got the sweep, the big sweep that mm-hmm. we were so used to like Back in the in 90s the day, and, yeah. and the early t- 2000s. This is the first one. So it lo- left a lot of strong Best Picture nominees with zero. Nothing. So like, yeah, as you said, Tar, Banshees, Fableman's was expected. Yeah. Elvis too. Triangles. Elvis was very surprising because you thought it would had a lot of tech the potential. Yeah. Like, um, the big yeah. one for me was costume design because mm. Catherine Martin was mm. the big front runner for that. Um, but that who, who won? Was that Ruth Carter? For oh, Black Ruth Carter. Yeah, that was her. Yeah. Um, and was then there was also the front. I never, I never thought Elvis was gonna win for makeup because I thought the whale had the most makeup. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's always usually, the most. Yeah, and that, it's always and that the most. kind of indicated it who was, was winning actor. Yeah. But that that was. Favorite for that as well. Favorite yeah. for production design. Did Did you see the whale in the end? I did see the whale. Yeah. I think we talked about okay. the whale. Yeah, yeah. On I the mean, pod. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we talked about it in the pod. We did talk about that. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a complicated um, film. Yeah. For sure. We love Brendan. I just, I just yeah. wish it was a different film. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I'd rather Brendan than Austin in the end. Austin, yeah. he will have a lot of shots. 
Pets in the future, or or you know, like he could be a one trick pony. Like he's yeah, in June too. He'll be he'll be around. He'll be fine. Yeah. But also, it's like it's really funny when you look back and like that person really just had that one role. Yeah, and they kind of slayed it, and that was it. You know, like yeah. totally that could happen. Like, it's yeah. kind of like Adrian Brody for the pianist. But no, he's been Whoa. working. He's been oh, working. Oh, hi. <laughs> wow. No, he's been working. Uh, have we talked about Poker Face? We did, eh? We, we did. We, we, have. Have. we finished it up. Um, yeah, it's good it stuff. finished? I haven't seen the last it's, few episodes. Yeah, Adrian yeah, stars in there. That's why I was... Oh, he's, in the, he's only in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much everyone oh, is just in one episode. Yeah. Aside from um, oh Natasha. God, speaking of Poker... Like, Nick Nolte in that one episode mm. slayed as the old man who was, like, the yeah. makeup artist. Mm-hmm. I feel- that, was a good, that was a great performance. Yeah. yeah. And it's all, like, Phil Tippett's work that it's referencing and homaging. You're like, oh, oh cred. it's beautiful. Um, um, yeah, what else? What else? I mean, I haven't really done anything. The Fringe Awards end this with like the big mm. things yeah. for me. So we were like awards crazed by the end. Like, um, I just want to shout out that uh, Jetlag is back oh, on. Oh, Jetlag! Mm. And they're you're in the big New stands. Zealand. Absolutely. Um, and they have they've got an accompanying podcast. If you're a Nebula subscriber, Ooh, so you should probably get on Nebula nice. and subscribe, and then get on that podcast. Yeah. Uh, we listened to that this morning. Um, but yeah, it's great. They're just um, insulting rations, which James was. Uh, <laughs> against and i was, well, I, was I don't mind them. i was against take it or leave james it. did not remember what rations were oh so you're pro i'm i'm, I'm against rations so, so you're I'm against pro the i slander. was pro and then james was like <laughs> i take it i think what? i think i think there's i don't i don't, don't think i weighed in on that one no, no you said you forgot what what, what twisties and like. rations were no i love twisties oh yeah but um twisties and oh, burger tomato, rations. tomato munchos you forgot tomato munchos well. yeah, yeah incredible yeah. no i still i remember it when you say it but it's uh it's not top well, yeah. you know, I'll take them all before that popcorn that we just had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just um, wanted to um, mention that uh, on the day of recording, um, there's been a, a sad passing away of a star called Lance Reddick, yes. um, who, like, is so. Um, what's the word? Uh, what's, the, what's the word for being in so much stuff? Like, the prolific? Huge, prolific, yeah, um, career. Where, like, he was in film and TV yeah. and I know video him from games. Lost. The Wire. The Wire. A John, like John Wick Wicks? series, yeah. like yeah. he shows up everywhere, and if you see his face, he's got such a striking yeah. look. He often mm. played like cops or like people in in high um, uh, profile roles. He's really sinister and yeah. lost. You don't know what he's up to. Um, like and just such like a genuine yeah. lovely man. Like it feels like there's certain celebrities similar to Alan Rickman where you don't really expect. Mm. one to them to die so early he was 60 and also like for them you don't realize how much of an impression they made on you until you've lost them and he just seems like a lovely guy um and yeah just was was never afraid to do stuff that he just found interesting and cool as well like a very gifted comedic actor as well as intensely dramatic so he's got a presence for sure you'll remember him in most things that you will see him in yeah, so hopefully it's just... he's not snubbed by the in memoriam next year. Well, yeah. that was another. Well, I'm talking about the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, I, I was going to say. I'm beginning to think that they should not do the in memoriam in the Oscars. Same. I think there are too, many, too people. many people dying, so many. and because you get the... to the point where you have to make a value judgment about who yeah. gets included and who doesn't. Well, Shabby Dean, who was in Triangle of Sadness, was That's the leader of terrible. a best picture yeah. nominee, and Paul Savino and didn't wasn't even in there. Paul Savino and Hesh was not there. Yeah. Leslie Jordan, who was the Oscar nominee presenter, yeah, like two uh, years ago, he announced the nominees. Didn't get a didn't look get in. in there. Like it's I, just, it, yeah, it's I just think human at error, point, man. It's like, like we it's, just yeah. there's too many and we can't be many. doing it anymore. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
but you know whatever yeah. it's tricky i also find the applause so awkward where yes. it's yes. like yes i don't know why yeah it's just like oh well, this one it's really sad that they died and it's like it's all sad like <laughs> all sad, human, yeah. sad. human experience dying is sad and, yeah you know. guess what it's always sad when someone dies yeah um, but we had a lot of deaths in the last year honestly like tom mm. sizemore like that was yeah. recent as well like yeah. um Another thing I actually want to talk about the Oscars was the performances were really good this year. Like in yes, terms of production, yes, they did be something. Yeah. Though there is apparently a scandal that the, the Natu Natu, 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 Natu dancers yeah, look were apparently not South enough. Asian, yeah, yeah. Um, which they were just kind of dressed in a way that not necessarily brown faced, but in a way that was dressed well, to resemble the South Asian dancers I, when they were not South the Asian. The thing themselves. is, like at first they are like uh, most of them are people of color, yes, but they're just not. But South it's the cross. Asian. I think it's like let's get some Latino guys and we'll make them look mm. like Indians, and it's like. Can you just can you just find yeah, yeah. some some Indian dancers and yeah. teach them the choreography? You've had you've got a you've got a few weeks. Yeah. They can learn. There'll be somebody. Like the come odd on. thing with the singing performances is it looks good on paper, but it was kind of weird. Like the Gaga performance was quite oh my weird. God, moment. I liked the Gaga performance. It <laughs> was fun. And apparently but, but it was incredible. Know- in, in on the stage, the thing about the Gaga performance, but the camera work, you know, it was so close. But but also, it's so you know she's like in the thick of being oh. Harley Quinn. She's like in Harley Quinn mode, so she's uh. like, "I are you the hero that you want to be?" I just I'm see so like, broken. like I just saw the pictures so of her, intense. but when she arrived at the Oscars, oh, yeah, she yeah, had yeah. a full, face, full face, of face of makeup and she just went in there with the wipes, wiped it all off, took it away, and was like, "I'm gonna go on with my black t-shirt." Yeah, so if and my you ripped haven't black seen jeans. it, fully unplugged <laughs> kind of look. Yeah, yeah, real and Joanne she even removed for Lady her, Gaga. What do you call it? Like a uh, headpiece, like halfway oh, through, yeah. and just <laughs> tore it off. And then Rihanna, or Rihanna, sorry, um, her performance, uh, I like, was her. good, and she's pregnant, right? You know. She's yeah. pregnant again. Yeah, yeah, we love that for her. Yeah. Any any performance from Rihanna is a gift because we never know if she's gonna come back to. to <laughs> she perform. may just be like, no, she I'm may. doing makeup I'm just, on I'm now. Good well, with my and you know what? She's yeah. singing "Lift Me Up," and you know what happens that Lift stage? Yeah. It went up. Lifted her and we up. We were like, oh, good one. Nice. Um, um, very fitting that Harrison Ford was the was the presenter for Best Picture because yeah. we that, got that lovely We got the little hug. Time. Although I'm very sad for Glenn. She is so cursed <laughs> with the Oscars. <laughs> Not only will she never win one, she'll she, never get to even present the Best Picture. <laughs> she would have beaten... Meryl has never presented Best Picture. She would have beaten Meryl at that. At one thing. I know I know Meryl will present at the 100th, you know? Like, she oh will be God. presenting the Best Picture yeah. at the Oscars. Well, Glenn has, has presented awards before. She even voiced uh, the acceptance... Uh, uh, um, uh, when Hallie won back in the back in the year two thousand two, she was voicing it, right? You said, yeah. So she has won an Emmy, an Emmy, an Emmy award. I would highly recommend uh, going back and checking out Halle Berry's acceptance speech because it's really lovely and beautiful. And what did she win for, James? She won for our feature presentation, Monsters Ball. And the Oscar goes to Hello, Halle. This is Louis. Hallie. It's so nice to have you back where you belong. You look and swell. Halle Berry and Monsters Ball. I can't tell. Halle. You still glowing, you still glowing, you still going strong. This moment is so much bigger than me. 
All right, so Monsters Ball. Um, yeah, our penultimate film. In yeah, the has anybody? None of us, I believe, have seen this no. before, right? I feel like we only know this if anyone does at all, as Oscar Be- Oscar Berry's <laughs> Halle Berry's <laughs> Oscar. Halle Oscar Berry. Yeah, she just she just goes by Oscar <laughs> Oscar Berry yeah. now. Um, yeah, it's a huge, significant milestone in her filmography. It obviously, really, but the thing about Monsters Ball, it is very like alone, awake, and aware in the streets of Topeka, Kansas. Is it a real movie, mm. yeah. or is it just a title? We yeah. truly like... did not know what Monsters Ball was. <laughs> we were it's very like... excited at the point where they defined the Monsters Ball for us. Yeah, and and listener, for for a brief moment, we will leave you in suspense. Like, what is it? Is it a is it a ogre's testicle? Like. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? What is the monster's ball? <laughs> An ogre's testicle. It could be. The sequel. <laughs> yeah. Oscar number two. Well, should we uh, reveal what it is? The next time. Well, what is the film about first? Well, yeah, well I think Matt's going to tell us. No, it? it's oh, me. James I, is. I told you Sorry. all about Never mind. Swordfish. Swordfish. It's James's <laughs> turn to say it. Uh, let me get my timer out. Okay. It's James's turn to give us okay, a movie. Prime. History in the making, James. Mm. So this minute. film stars, just, I'm not giving you the intro yet while you set it up so it's billy bob heath ledger and halle berry and we're gonna start it now all right so death row heath ledger and billy bob are father and son and they are delivering uh people to the death row and there is a husband and he is about (laughs) to be killed i can't remember his name but it's played by P. Diddy. I uh, can't remember his actual, actual name. Anyway, he's about to die. And um, Halle Berry is his wife. And he has a child. Um, and he dies. Um, shit. Okay. And halfway. Halfway. All right. And then Heath Ledger. Um, so they have a racist family. And then Heath Ledger uh, is sympathetic to P. Diddy. And then um, Billy Bob doesn't like that. And Heath Ledger ends up killing himself. And then Halle Berry is so bereft because she is struggling to make ends meet. And then her son gets hit by a car. And then he dies. And Billy Bob looks after her and then falls in love with her. But then she realizes that he was responsible, like involved in the death penalty of her husband. Uh, but they decide to let it be and eat some ice cream. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I got there. I was worried. Probably about the you know the forty five, forty eight second mark. There was a point where James (laughs) said a single sentence, which was probably fifty percent of the film's running time. He takes care of her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Most of this film is about the burgeoning relationship between, I guess, uh, ex racist Billy Bob. Well, you say that. That's when the film like. You know, it, it starts really. It starts, but there's a lot of setup. There's too. a lot of setup, but I'm, I'm saying about half the film, at least, yeah. is probably set about their relationship. Yeah, and yeah. and spoilers for Monsters Ball, obviously, because listener, we did not know that Heath Ledger would not and be making you, it to like the 15, 20 minute mark. Also, yeah. James, you did not tell us what a Monsters Ball is. <laughs> All right, so a Monsters Ball, Let's we talk learn. About it. Uh, I think because I I I gotta say I wasn't necessarily completely listening in this scene, but I I, I believe from the scene uh, that Billy Bob Thornton explains this to Heath Ledger as uh, when all of the corrections officers are gonna have to kill somebody on death row, um, they have like a, a night party. out together with no no lawyers, no judges, just us. Right. Uh, on the night before, it's based on a British tradition um, for the executioners. And it's called a monster sport because they are going to be executing somebody, right? Yeah. 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 So, 
Oh, it just says like it's it was an old English term for the condemned man's last meal, but I guess in modern times it's it's okay. uh, kind yeah. of expanded to. Also, I'm like, did they make it up for this film? Yeah, maybe the doomed man was the monster, and the night before his death, his jailers would give him a party or a ball as a send off. Okay, so it's right, so it's for... including them and yeah. the condemned person, which we don't see. We don't get. So I'm gonna say it. We don't, there is no monsters. Ball there is monsters. no monsters. Ball they don't do one. You know? There is a party, and this There's is not really a party. They just well, go to a bar, hanging out at a bar. Sean Combs isn't there. There's no ball. He's come. Do you know how how intense a ball is in Pride and Prejudice world? Jane Austen, it's big. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see a ball. Yes, we don't have a ball. <laughs> no, we didn't see balls either. And I didn't <laughs> see monsters. Well, no. Well, did we? Well, mm. define monster. Mm. Charlie's their own. Yeah, <laughs> we should do um, that soon. I've never seen it. Maybe, but okay. Talking about monsters, how about beauties? Oh, in our segment. Hot butter. Hot butter. Okay, so our most visually pleasing MVP. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It kind of fluctuated for me. It does. Yeah. Fluctuate. I think first half Heath, but ultimately, surprise, landed on. Billy Bob Thornton, <laughs> which I surprised myself. Well, this is the crazy thing. He was very not attractive in the first third of the movie. No, he is like, it's like fully like, fuck this guy. Because yeah. he is. And then it was fully, fuck this guy. Yeah, because he was being a massive racist dickhead. And this is an Oscar trope. You know, we have seen this time and time again. Oh, yeah. This is definitely one of those classic three billboards mm. Green Book style. Like, yeah. here's a guy the who was a racist, well, but he's not anymore. He's, Maybe, you know, black not. people are people too. Yeah. But, but yeah, the transformation. He, had, he had a shirt on that was really nice and, and it was really good. He changed his demeanor <laughs> and it was speaking to he me. He got rid of that military shit. Like, he did, like, he, he, he did he quit his job. burned it up. Well, looking at, at like Billy Bob, I would be like, if I met him, maybe like a generous 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. Right. But getting to know him in this film, I'm like, he bumped himself up like a couple of points just yeah. by the way he acted and the way you know yeah it and, kind of transpired in the way he dressed himself I and i should say listener we've had a couple of pams so i'm i'm getting a bit silly um but pals. Pals. <laughs> pals. Not, pams, not pams sugars <laughs> pals sorry um so to preface what i just said like the film does the work and billy bob does the work in terms of Showing making you think both, about this yeah. person as a as a human being i guess as much as you know it's still tropey but you do kind of, after the death of his son, buy the rehabilitation a little bit. You know, like, it's believable enough. Mm. And so that's what makes the I think you believe that he'd want to change, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 So, like, it's not just like, wow, he burned his uniform and now he's not racist anymore. Like, it does put in no, the, the work. The work and... was there in the writing and acting. Yeah. Mm. So that's why why the attractiveness came well, through. Yeah, well, yeah, that's me. Billy I know, oh, no, this, I agree. This, I feel like Billy James and Matt are on the, same, yeah. on the same page here. Yeah. I am going to go with Hallie. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, I feel not a like, wrong answer there. Yeah, I feel like it's never a wrong answer it's, for it's Halle Berry to be so. the most attractive person in the film. Because I think I think she is. I feel like she, you know, this isn't a haircut that would look good on many people. Oh, no, But true. I think it looks good on her. It looks really good on her. Yeah. Yeah. I like this haircut on her. Like, I it's think like a her, little fringe on, on her face. Fi- she's got face. some great thousands outfits. Mm-hmm. Some, like, backless mm. string type Spaghetti situations. Spaghetti kind of You know, we got some nudity, which she always sells well. Yeah. Um... 
Yeah, but no, it's not think... purely nudity either, which no. kind of brings well, we us to our, our bottles. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah, so what do we like about this film? I think, Matt, you talked a lot about it being quite grounded, and yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Well, we've seen, like, in this pod, Hillbilly Elegy. Yes. And we've seen things like Precious, and we've seen, like, you know, the torture There are a lot of, of very porn, histrionic you know? yeah. films of this nature out there, and I feel like this doesn't... Very restrained. I was yeah. surprised. Yeah. 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 I think other than a few moments, it's generally mm. a pretty restrained film. Because the stuff that happens is intense. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. We've got it. three deaths of, of major characters. Oh, yeah. Truly. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a lot of people die. Yeah, it's a lot to go through. But, yeah, as as you say, there's no... Well, there's there's the scene that she discovers her son is dead, which was used for the Oscars reel. And but, I feel like, like it's a classic Oscars reel, not necessarily selling the performance well, it shows the most dramatic <laughs> moment of the performance because not, i feel like it's more doesn't show the best acting from hallie yeah know? i yeah. think yeah. like it's you know there's there's more subtlety into her in her performance rather Absolutely. than it just being like yeah. i'm you know yelling and i feel like both i, I mean this is the thing we've kind of decried the mm. previous three hallie berry films we've seen mm. because she hasn't really had any chemistry with her leading man but oh she God. and billy bob have really good chemistry here yes. like they made that relationship which is a tricky one yeah very very tricky um really sing mm. and billy bob was i am kind of upset he was not nominated for best actor he's <laughs> like, very good like he's great. so subtle yeah and, like kind of yeah it's a lot passing over his face and like mm. any moment you can see it's just both of them silently making decisions deciding what they can forgive what they can't forgive mm. um which is i think really interesting do you think this is a lead actress performance? Or do you yeah. think this is a large no, I supporting think this actress is a I, performance? The story is about the two of them, mm. I think. Because it is about he's Billy the main. Bob. He's the most lead. Yeah. But I think the story is about both of them overcoming their grief and their yeah. there's a central relationship with yeah. the movie. Mm. I think that emerges as you're watching and you're like, oh, this is what the movie is actually about. The yeah. setup, it's like 40 minutes. Like, yeah, I mean, we'll come back to the Bernardos, yeah, 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 yeah. I think. Yeah. But um, yeah, there, yeah, it's quite a long. I think I agree with you, but I was really surprised how little of Hallie we were getting for. Well, she was third build, even mm. third build under Heath, <laughs> and under Heath, Heath is out. Heath is gone. Heath is gone. He put in. But like when Heath 20... was here, Heath was great. He was Heath good. was honestly, very good. I mean, Another bottle. Honestly, honestly Heath... I'm never upset to see Heath leave during anything. Oh God, I missed like oh, God, we just just seeing his performances again. You are like, especially now that we're older we can appreciate it more it's like yeah. wow this is he very is an much actor. like this yeah. is very much we watch this and then we like we've immediately cast him in Brokeback yeah <laughs> because you see him in a frame and he's registering like 50 different emotions in yeah. One yeah so his sort of character's arc is that we sort of see him at the start he's kind of he's Billy Bob's son they're both in this very kind of you know redneck racist kind of like which um, I didn't get he was his son for quite yeah, a while yeah very sort of bottled up kind of mm. uh police family mm. um and he's also working in the same corrections department as his dad and he's gonna and have to be in this um yeah there's yeah. there's one character that is also influencing this family quite a lot which is the granddad of heath yeah. um played by everybody loves raymond star peter what? boyle peter yeah, boyle the, the dad of everybody um, loves raymond yeah, yeah. Um, um, who's the most racist of them all racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah we can sort of see from Heath's kind of thing that he's not only reluctant about having mm. to kill this man, but also maybe sort of Reckoning questioning some of well. the racism yeah, yeah, that his dad has kind of ingrained with him into him from childhood, that he's alone and kind of lonely. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think we totally understand his 
arc up to the point where he commits suicide. Mm, mm. Um, Which happens so suddenly, he just pulls out a gun and he shoots it in his belly. Like, almost to the point where we're like, oh no, he's still he's Yeah, still we were alive, like, oh, right? he'll be back. He's the second build. No. No. He's gone. Coffin. Well, I when he shot himself, I thought he only shot to scar to... To, like provoke. No, no, no. Yeah. No, he's dead. But that's the thing about those belly shots that uh, may take a while to die. But it... hey, everybody, never shoot yourself in the belly. Yeah, please no. Don't do that. Um. Yeah, but it's a real shock, and he's yeah, he's just really, really. I was like, okay, I'm I'm not super vibing with Billy Bob, awful human being at the start. Hallie doesn't get much to do at the start. P. Hallie really grows into her role. Mm. Yeah. I think this is the best I've seen Hallie. Yeah, well, and it's like, and she gets the chance to really do something. Yeah. I, think I think our other films, we just haven't seen it. With her, so it's talking about her character a little bit more. So we sort of start off with seeing her and her relationship with her ex-husband and son. Mm. And so uh, Sean Diddy Combs is uh, <laughs> In a small a similarly small very small role. role, is her ex-husband who is on death row because he killed a cop. Um, mm. And so... It might be... Oh, I guess they're a police family, so they just... Yeah, I guess yeah, they're just yeah. somebody, a colleague of theirs killers, of some kind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they've clearly been estranged for quite a while while he's been in jail. I think he said like 11 years that he's yeah, been yeah. on mm, death row. Mm. Um, and she's kind of trying to, you know, bring up her son. And her son is kind of coping by sort of eating like mm. candies and things. Mm. And so like, yeah, I think an interesting aspect they use of her character is that they show her kind of like being kind of harsh, mm. like you know mean mother to her son like mm. she's kind of she's like smacking him for eating candy and hiding well. yeah. it and like yeah. sort of the sense of like ah oh, you don't know how to look after yourself like mm. you're such a, and, but kind of taking out all of her distress about her you know it's her, interesting her, her child's yeah. father being killed on the son in a way that i think is like kind of it's like damning it's not like not it's like it clearly like not supposed to be something that we like support her on doing but i think yeah. it really makes sense in terms of showing her kind of conflicted and sort of also, unsure how to get that emotion out. I don't know if I'm reading her. too much into this, but maybe it also for her, it reflects on her, uh, you know, ability as a mother that she can't, mm. that she can't keep con- control, quote unquote, of her son. I don't know. Like, and like when she has this small monologue where she's talking with Billy Bob around yeah. like, you can't be a black man and be that weight or Be whatever like, like she's trying to i think that yeah that's just that she's a got sense a of fear that i think is motivating her the sense that like if my son takes up space in the same way that mm. his father did then something bad is going to happen to him and then eventually she's kind mm. of proved right and that he you know something bad does happen to him mm. um and it's this sort of yeah tragic thing of that she felt like She's insisting to Billy Bob that she was a good mother in a way that I feel like she's not necessarily sure she believes it. Yeah. Um, which I think is really sad. It's this kind of, yeah, this yeah. really interesting kind of complexity of her as a as a person who's trying to be a good parent, but like we see fucking up, um, mm. but also isn't under such strain and such stress that we can totally empathize with why she would be making these mistakes. Um, and it feels like the film isn't uh, like reinforcing that fat phobia that she's pushing on her son. Like, you know, she has one, that same monologue where she's like, oh, he was so fat, and she's laughing and laughing, and then she, like, like, ends up crying at the end of it. Like, like she's, um, she's got this intense kind of pain yeah. underneath her in terms of that he's passed away. And I think there's guilt, I think, as yeah, well, guilt. and that Huge she, guilt. you know, that he got hit by the car leaving her work because he was waiting there yeah, for right. her to finish her shift. Like, there's definitely something yeah. in that as well. And that she didn't have a, like, her car was so broken down that yeah. she couldn't even 
drive they had back to walk and... home because she didn't have a car and if that you know yeah but yeah. it's interesting it's it's um yeah and i think hallie plays most of it really well mm. from the clips i've seen of monsters well i thought their performance would be like louder and bigger yeah. yeah because those are the clips that they show but there's a lot that i she think kind where of, she's good she is where it's, the it's, needle, it's, where it's, she, yeah. she yeah. makes small decisions like mm. even in the things where she, the emotions that she kind of conveys in the sex scenes and the post sex mm. in the in mm. the intimacy between the two of them she she's a very, billy bob gets a lot of talking scenes which he makes me love just yeah. very deliberate very that kind of subtle, southern man yeah. sort of like reticent way yeah. mm. but not in a showy way either. yeah it was very yeah. nice that it, scene with them in the car, in the car where she's listening she's listening so well yeah. like, he's explaining incredible. how like the he reason that he son. went and rescued them from getting the from the car mm. thing is because his son is has died mm. yeah. and he's kind of like discovering that as he is telling her in a way that's very apparent that he doesn't really understand his own motives until he yeah. says it out and then out. she just says do you want to come inside? And you're like, oh, I didn't even, <laughs> you weren't even considering it. You're so dialed into the scene. And yeah. Then, mm. yeah. She's, she's really good. Um, it's so funny. Like considering the other nominees, this is really close to Sissy's space in, in the bed because that's um, Sissy's space again in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> Your friend on yeah. Sissy's space in the bed. Yeah. Just because that, spoilers, that's also about a mother losing her mm. son. Mm. And I was like, Oh, interesting that they have these yeah. recurring the themes. Same theme. Yeah. Um, and Sissy Spacek was kind of the the Blanchett and Tar of that, right. that year. Speaking of Todd Field. I know right? Todd Field, exactly. She yeah. won the Drama Globe as well. Mm. She was competing for a second Oscar. Mm. Um, That's then, a beautiful You know, we made history. Well. Mm. Like, um, the stuff think... about the crayfish and stuff yeah. like that and yeah. the cages. Oh, but, she, but Hallie made history. Yeah. And now I kind of get it. Like, and I also like that it, it isn't such a uh, an obvious role to get her an Oscar. It's not mm. like Rosa Parks or like yeah. something like that. It's kind of a Harriet complicated Tubman, role yeah. or something. Yeah. That's that's an interesting like if you don't know the film, you wouldn't really know what this mm. um, character mm. or, or the story is about. Which I guess you could say for any film, but you know, like it doesn't reveal itself in the title. Yeah, no, it's uh it's interesting. And you know what? Twenty years later, we got another groundbreaking win from a, a, another actress of color in a kind of not really traditional role that wins best mm, actress mm. either not mm. in like a you know a biopic yeah sort of situation. yeah 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 um, um no, what's good. some other things that we liked about this film i really like that relationship was very good the, once the film started yeah the way it unfolded was just at a really nice pace mm. because we were expecting lots of big revelations gonna, that yeah. were going to happen mean, at the end. I, um, this isn't, I guess, a bottle or a banana. So we'll say, like, we saw, like, Billy Bob Thornton reversing to, like, decide to go back and pick <laughs> up Ty, who's um, Halle Berry's son, yeah. uh, after he's been, she's she's wailing that he's been hit by the car, being, please, 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 somebody come and help. And all of us were like, they didn't, did we miss it? What was the moment we got hit by the car? It's, I think it's mm. just not in there. So, you know, and we were all going, like, oh, maybe they didn't show it because the reason is that Billy Bob hit him with the car and then he felt guilty. Yeah. He did it accidentally. Um, that does not happen. No. I, I think I'm it's... Glad. Well, she said in her Oscar speech this tiny little film and I'm like, I think it is just budget reasons why they couldn't well, they show, didn't show the car the accident. Yeah, yeah. Car. And there are some weird editing choices here and there yeah. where they like... And this is more of a banana, like tiny little banana, but they're like... 
they like intercut like a bird being like trying to be caught in a cage during the sex scene and mm. yeah we jumps some of little info. directorial flourishes yeah that don't necessarily yeah, work but you know but yeah. i admire the ambition but yeah once it uh what were we saying about uh tyrell and getting hit uh like from just, that point like, on. we thought that that was going to be the big reveal yeah right. but and in then, fact like the reveal is smaller yeah and, and we also knew that the happened. reveal was coming of of heli realizing yeah. that billy bob was going to be invo- was involved in, in her husband's um execution but i was expecting a big kind of like confrontation a blowout scene. a big sort yeah. of like yeah. well, well, broken up so... and then like oh we've got all he's got to win her back but, but then they well, so that primed... does happen but that happens because of a different thing yeah. and you're so primed for it because it's so like oscar tropey that you're like cool the histrionics are part of those tropes let's mm, see that mm. and then it kind of plays out someone compared it to like a play like a really beautiful like play between two people that have very different lives and very complicated pasts mm. and it it was yeah as we've been saying a lot more subtler than we thought yeah um, thought it was gonna be yeah. yeah and there's a beautiful final shot i don't know if we maybe we were just not paying attention very much we did I, have ranted about it but I, yeah, I did, at the end of the movie again we, we did ruin it for I ourselves we ate that popcorn love where we ended up and how that movie kind of ended with the two what hallie was processing her feelings about Mm. So Hallie found out that um, he was involved in the in the execution because um, Lawrence, her husband, was drawing pictures, and yeah. there was a picture of Heath, and there was a picture of Billy Bob, which did not look like Billy Bob. I know, like I'm if sure... I saw that picture, I would not necessarily connect it to Billy it Bob Thornton. Sure I'm sorry, it was like signed oh Hank or whatever, yeah. um, and that's how she realizes that this this man was involved in that execution. Mm. But this is beautiful moment of of he coming back from the store with the chocolate ice cream after like they had a really nice scene where he actually like mm. again maybe we'll talk about this later but like she the the, the sex scene of him going down on her was like i don't it was not, like it served an emotional purpose for them yeah. um and then she processed it they could see her processing it and coming to the conclusion that like what yeah she she just wanted to feel good and this man made her feel good you know like in a very difficult time in her life and it felt really hopeful in the end for both of them which Mm -hmm. is a really nice coda to end on and there wasn't any need to kind of discuss it which Mm. i guess a film that was less confident in its viewers maybe would have dug into that but it just kind of yeah ended in a way that didn't need to hand hold the the, and i think it is a complicated thing as well like it's it's not a situation like oh he hit the sun with the car (laughs) which would have been terrible but you know it's this thing of like this is a person that was doing their job Mm. and a a system was requiring to do you know like Mm. it's not he as a corrections officer isn't the Mm. person that's like i've made the decision to kill your husband (laughs) like um and i think that that's important and that it gives it's got enough of an emotional impetus for her to have that that mm. moment but also it i don't not buy it when she is deciding to forgive him yeah. and kind of move forward well, together at the end like i feel like if it was something worse that he had done then i'd be like no i should never forgive him yeah. just because he gave good head like you know yeah. but i feel like in this moment you know i'm like okay i can see her processing and realizing was, like this is a person that's well, trying i wasn't you know? sure because like he came home yeah and then she was very like mm. bothered yeah so i was like how is this going to play out? How's it going to play out? I don't yeah. know. I, I thought she was going to, you know, blow mm. up. But then, like, the scene just kept, like, stayed on them. Mm. And he kind of reinforced his feelings for her. Yeah. Not by really telling her, but by kind of showing her 
Um, feeding her ice cream. Feeding her ice cream. <laughs> and then there's the school. But telling her she was like, she looked really beautiful and like things like that, where mm. it's kind of like things that, oh, you showed instead of telling us that. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I think the score is, an, is another model as well, where um, you were saying, I think you pointed it out when it's playing in its final kind of piece and it's on Billy Bob. And then when it um, cuts to Hallie, there's like a change in the in the music i don't know like goes up, mm. i don't know how it changed but there's something where it's synchronized well, it's with signified her. as well like mm. it's like you can you can it signifies the it's hope, like the hope oh yeah. yeah yeah which um yeah worked more than i thought it would i was like oh something's yeah. it's working on me um speaking of the sex scenes I thought they were interesting. Like the... I thought the sex scene, like, you know... Okay, I thought... Gen Z, shut, shut your ears. Don't <laughs> listen to this discourse. We're going to talk about the sex scenes. I feel like the... Um, I could have done without the cuts of the birdcage. <laughs> Did not get them at all. But, like, leagues Don't know what, that mean. what we've seen of other Halle Berry sex scenes. Yes, I mean, this mm. felt like people having sex, not nobody yeah. brought out a fig and a knife halfway it through. Oh my god, good. I forgot. The sex matched the emotion of what was yeah, happening. Yeah, it's this kind of, it's so sad. It's a really sad and yeah. kind of like beautiful moment of just like touch this, and yeah, human connection. and yeah. Of her being Comfort. in this absolute sort of sadness and kind yeah. of, yeah, this lonely desolate place and being with somebody kind and mm. just being like, okay, I just, who can I just relate to her, I, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and like who's who She's... wants to you know help in some way um and yeah seeing that sort of come and turn into a moment of connection between them i mm. think was yeah it was really quite beautifully done i feel like that's both of their performance and then mm. choreography within it and then yeah just a few less birdcage moments yeah would be good and me. i think I, I mean we glossed over it but that scene when he does go down on her was very kind of like it showed to his character i suppose like as a yeah. character beat even though whatever. it does feel like That's to weird. me a little bit of like a i don't know i feel like this isn't like game of thrones as well <laughs> just like if a, it feels like propaganda for cunnilingus just like <laughs> hey we should always be the pro. one we thing should always be okay pro. Like... Block, block your ears dj carlin <laughs> DJ Khaled do not watch his film. <laughs> but it's sort of this thing of like, uh, it's this, this, this is such a difficult deed that if this man can do it this one time, then like, sure, all will be yeah, forgiven. Yeah, he's a keeper. <laughs> well, it seems like he made her come, so I feel like he's, but I'm he's like, a keeper. I, again, I'm like, I don't know if that's a great foundation for your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I feel like there's, there's probably more. Well, I, think it, I guess it, it goes back to like, their in their family's relationship with women and sexuality where yeah they kind of just like it's definitely a big move for him yeah yeah but you know so, <laughs> um, which um, we can talk about that as well but you know um yeah they they have a weird family history yeah. the women the woman and their family well, the family oh not yeah great. yeah yeah um, maybe that's more should we about... move into the bananas a little yeah i just want to say before we move on to that um, I think Angela Bassett, who was nominated this year, didn't, and she was the premier black actress of this time, mm. did not. He, she passed on this role. She was originally offered it, and I think it, it was because of the sex scenes. Yeah, because um, there's a couple. Yes, but I hope she gets her Oscar role yeah. because she did the thing. I, I, I hope she gets surely, her role. Glenn, I hope you get your moment too, baby. Yeah, you know. I'm keen to see. I haven't seen a lot of Bassett's work. I'm really keen to see what's love got to do with it. What's um, love? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, 
before we move on to Bottles of Manas as well, I don't know if it's just, this is like an in the middle, but the lamps. So, <laughs> yes, this is this is perhaps probably a banana for me. I was going to under banana. Um, I thought it amused me. It amused us a lot, though. So the production designer, like, generally not doing a bad job. That The diner looked yeah. great. We yes. liked the diner. Um, the, the houses, they all felt like yeah. we were a, for, a realistic environment for, for these a, people. Not just a realistic environment but like for you know like when you think of this kind of film they look kind of drab in your head and Mm. this is still very much conforming to that but it was like striking enough in some set pieces where you're like oh it's doing something visually still Mm. but the biggest visual um you know motif we've got to see and we got to have lamps (laughs) Um, every room has a lamp yeah at least one at least one lamp this is a total drinking game if you watch monsters ball please (laughs) drink whenever you see a lamp whenever you see a lamp drink for the number of lamps you see and not just any lamps these are like statement lamps yeah Yeah. and it will be literally like you know a small room big lamps honestly best supporting actress there is a shot in this film and again if you're watching this if you're watching this at home uh, find the shot this is a little scavenger hunt for you find the shot that has four lamps in it because there's a shot with four lamps it's fully a shot of Billy Bob and then right next to him taking up a, a, just about as much space is like a full on statement lamp. There's a full lamp. lamp there. I mean, no room should have that many lamps. <laughs> like, like what are they doing? Maybe that's what their attraction, they were like you love lamps You love too. lamps too. Yeah. yeah, anyway, it was. It feels very like somebody that just learned about practical lighting on their theatre mm. set design. You know, trend alert for this movie, lamps and retching. Those are the two. <laughs> Truly. A lot of retching. Did retching. all of our main characters retch? Because Heath retched does right Heath, at the Heath, start. Does, yeah. Oh, Heath retches a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. Does Does Hallie retch? Yeah. I think Kelly. Um. I think. I don't know if Hallie Bob. Billy Bob retches. Yeah. Billy, Billy Bob's Bob right retches. at the start. Heath retches near the end when he oh, realizes. Oh, Billy Bob also retches like when I he realizes that uh, her husband was was yeah. Gone. Yeah. But Hallie maybe doesn't retch. I don't yeah. think she retches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's more lamps than there are retches. Yeah. Maybe the family is so racist that they. <laughs> Yeah, it's their their bodies. It's well, like we can, who we can talk about the family. We can yeah. talk about their family. Yeah. Let's so, jump over to the, to the bananas. bananas. Um, the beginning third, the beginning twenty minutes at least of yeah. this film, at least not so Lots good. Lots of setup. Lots of table setting. Yeah. It's fine. It's not that uninteresting, but it's also not exciting. It's it not like a different movie. Kind of like more of a also, I don't know. Billy Bob's worst half hour, honestly. Yeah, I, maybe it is because Billy Bob is just kind of reprehensible in this beginning section. It's yeah. just him being racist. And yeah. he uh, and also Sean Combs not he's at, he's trying. Yeah. Trying <laughs> dead behind the eyes. Yeah. Acting with his voice. Yeah. Mm. Um yeah, so there's a big scene where he is talking to his son. So I just remembered that the son also illustrates. Yeah, and he got a drawing award. Yeah. And then Hallie, what's her character's name? Letitia. Letitia is like, why don't you tell your dad like what you got the award for? And he's like, oh yeah. And he perks up immediately. And he's like, he's got a little high voice. He's a twelve year old. Yeah, and he's like, I drew a picture of you in solitary confinement. <laughs> like, no, he's like, are you alone in jail? Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like the faces. theme was solitude, and it's like, it's such a, and it's <laughs> so for dark. the school album, the, it was school the journal school cover, the school magazine, yeah. the cover of the school magazine, which is wild. Yeah. I don't know. There were some lines that just made me laugh right out loud, yeah. like um, the granddad or the dad, you know, the old man saying, father. "Yeah, like my wife was weak. 
I got more <laughs> pussy than when she I got more pussy suicide. after she t- killed herself than before. Yeah. When we she were married. Fam- so, yeah, the family has a weird relationship with, with their women. mothers, the, the women. Yeah. Um, at one point, Billy Bob and Heath were about to, like, bed the same woman. Yes. The same uh, sex worker. But Billy Bob did not. We don't know it. anything about who Heath's mother is. Yeah, but uh, never comes you know, up. When she's referenced, she's referred to as weak. Yeah, as uh, you know. Well, that's no. I think that's uh, Billy Bob's mother. Oh yeah, is referred to as weak. But, we don't know but, Heath's mother at all. Heath's well, she I, come up. remember when like uh, Billy Bob was like beating Heath up. Yeah, he was like, "You're just like your mother" or something. So I, I thought that was the father said that to Billy Bob later on. Oh well, I mean, look, it's it's and generational the father, trauma. Generally, there's a lot of generational Heath's character is being buried. Um, the the dad uh, says like he was weak. And then like, <laughs> just walks away. So, like, this character, like, I don't think he's played too badly, but some of the lines he has yeah. to deliver, it is such, like, a racist It feels like they stereotype. didn't think... They, they were thinking about how we can yeah. include complexity in Billy Bob and Halle Berry's characters, and they didn't think about that for this granddad character. They I were just like, granddad let's did make have him... Any complexity. Let's just make just him like, absolutely and terrible, and he's racist, he's just and he's, and his, and he hates argue, his son, he hates his grandson. Yeah. And I'd argue that the Sonny character doesn't have a ton of complexity either. I think a lot of that is Heath, like, yes, elevating Heath it. Heath elevates it, but he also doesn't have that much in terms No, of but you just like him because every shot, it's just like there's yeah. layers of complexity, which the but, screenplay doesn't seem to have. Yeah, I think the, the father was the one that I was particularly oh, yeah. just like, this is just here to be like, well, like, Billy Bob was racist at the start, but he's not as racist as, as this guy. Dad. And so yeah. it is basically just there to make him look good by comparison. Yeah. Um, and I do like that... <laughs> Basically, so there's a, there's a confrontation that occurs. Um, Billy Bob Thornton has given his son's old car to Halle Berry because her car broke. Um, they're kind of dating, uh, mm. beginning of their relationship. She's very thankful, and so she decides to go pawn her old wedding ring in order to mm. buy a cowboy hat for him as a gift. Mm. And she turns up, and our old racist dad is there instead. Mm. And he's just generally racist to her and kind of mean and... Well, he also referenced how he was like, you know, like when when Letitia kind of like alluded Mm. to the fact that he, her and Hank were dating. Yeah. The dad was like, oh, he's like me. You know, I used to stick it in some black girls at some point, you know, like with more racist language. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he's very sort of like dismissive of her as kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. just a sort of fetish, I guess, of the fetish object, which makes her feel terrible. Um, And she, that's when that's when the big sort of blow up moment mm. between her and Billy Bob happens. Which is um, interesting. Like we pointed out, like her reacting like that, like, yes, that I absolutely, is yeah, like justified, but I feel like there could have probably been a moment for her to confirm with Billy Bob. This is what your dad said and let him repeat or defend him in any yeah. way. Yeah. Like dig his hole. And I feel like maybe a braver script writer that was going to wrestle a little bit more because i do think there is a problem here of billy bob just stops being racist yeah true. exactly yeah i think it would maybe be more interesting if she had said this is what he said to me and he'd tried to defend and go like yeah. oh well you know it's just he's, he's, old. he's old that's his way because that would give her the reason to to cut him out yeah. the way that she yeah. does exactly um when instead she's just like your father was like, you know, she doesn't even explain, I think, what happens. She's no, just she leaves. like, fuck she you, and she just leaves. Yeah. Um, and he sees her as he's coming home, and he tries to stop her. Yeah, and it's like, oh, what happened? Um, and he immediately knows that he must have done something, and like, basically get ri- gets rid of him to an old people's home. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, I think it, 
I think as much as we, I think before you guys were saying like it feels more complex than mm. he just stops being racist, but I think that is just Billy Bob Thornton's performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you might be right. The script itself really is like he's this guy is racist, and then he's changed. his then son. He's not. His son died, and he feels bad about it. Then he kind of makes this connection with this woman, and he's like, "Well, I'm not racist anymore." Mm. You're very right. It's the um, magic of actors, right? And it's like, yeah, I think he brings it more complexity, oh, but it, it, it's it's not there in the script, like. Um, yeah we're only believing also, it because he's good also the billy bob character like naming his like his like uh gas station letitia's so much god oh my god so much ick. like they've been dating for like two weeks chill out and then they're maybe even broken up maybe, at that point maybe they were was, broken up yeah it was right after she drove off yes yeah. they're broken up and, and he's then, like this is how i'll get her back i'll name my business after her and then a friend of his what's his name um uh, which played by Moss Moss Def, yeah, like, who was his uh, enemy, Ryrus. Ryrus, who previously they were enemies, and then he he stopped being racist yeah. and he became friends with Ryrus. So Ryrus is like, who's that? And then Billy Bob's like, my girlfriend. And, and we're you're like, like nope. no. no, I think you're on a break. <laughs> yeah, you're broken up. Um, um, but I mean, the impetus for also Hallie going back to him yeah. was her just being evicted. Yeah, <laughs> like. Did, is there no conversation? Literally, there's, there's nobody no conversation. else that she can go with. Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they don't even mention the dad again. Yeah. 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 Or he doesn't mention anything about her just, like, giving up on the relationship abruptly. Like, yeah. there's no conversation. But yeah. they sell it yeah. anyways. They are selling the shit out of it, eh? Yeah. It's this thing where there is so much... I think the performances are so good in this film that they, they elevate a lot of... Bad well, they, they also just kind of like fill in the blanks for us yes. a little bit. Mm. So you yeah. kind of like ma- the the story feels more complete when yeah. you strip it, a- it away. If you it's actually sort like, of oh. like think about it, and you're like, hold on. <laughs> so they earned the best original screenplay nomination. I know. Yeah. Um, um, I've also got something listed here. We've covered a lot of my notes, but terrible mirrors in multiple. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there is this weird side mirror, and we see Heath Ledger in there. And yeah. the sex worker that comes over, mm. I, I assumed it was like a hotel yeah. that he was in. I thought that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then Halle Berry has the same mirror in her apartment. So we thought, does she live Does she there? live in the hotel? But What's... she was getting evicted. I don't. But also, is it a symbol? So, what does it mean? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't care. Like... It's kind of the thing, like, there's, a, there's imagery from, like, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, where it's like, it... And it makes your face look all messed up and weird, like super zoomed in and like super like stretched. Just a bad mirror. Yeah. And you're like, oh, is something up with this character? But I guess they're all damaged. I do like that when Heath Ledger first was shown in that mirror, both, I think James was, was like, me. oh, he's going to be a serial killer. <laughs> and we're like, nope, that's not the plot. For some reason, I thought he would be like an inmate when I saw like shots of him. In, mm. like, the little clips I would see here and there, but I guess he wasn't. No. No. <laughs> He's not even in the film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was he even there? <laughs> well, it's weird that the death penalty stuff gets... I mean, I guess you have to have it for the yeah. reveal, but I thought we were in for a full, like, Green Mile, Dead Man Walking, like, this is where we are for the entirety of the story. The but it that... does finish quite soon, yeah. And then he just quits. And the guy who Billy Bob is quitting to, he's like... 
oh cool i'll give you my badge and he's like keep it keep it buddy like but, but maybe honestly, he's a genius kind of script move because it shows it tells everything about that town yeah, yeah. That milieu, yeah. And you're like oh okay yeah. <laughs> i yeah. see what kind of town this is i mean we already know yeah. but you know that little interaction really yeah. cemented it and i was like um, what's the story here is he just like obsessed with billy there was know. something about like just the matter of factness i know i know of how they shot the um the execution i learned a lot of just like oh, the details. it's pretty gruesome it's pretty gruesome but yeah. i was like they went through the details it's still they still for the most part i thought it was pretty tasteful but like the way they just like went through the chair and like mm. the diapers i was just like there's so much detail in this yeah. that i mm. appreciate i guess even though it is really um a, a tough scene yeah it was yeah. very matter of fact is um yeah. Not necessarily banana, but I just noticed. It's interesting. I think, yeah, that first third, I don't think it's like, this is a bad film and then it became a good film. I feel like it's just that it feels Set like it's setting up all yeah, the stuff and then a lot of the stuff it sets up doesn't necessarily have a huge amount of, like, that le- that mm. much relevance to the next part that follows. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's just, it feels like such an inferior film until you really let the actors just like totally have the room to move with each other in that mm. when they get to their scenes yeah, yeah when they get to their scenes um well i feel like is that most of the film covered like i think I, we're kind of wrapping yeah. up yeah. yeah all right well let's get to our bag or boots who'd like to go first not me I go, I go first all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I really... I mean, I was having fun in those first 15 minutes, but not in the way that the film wanted. Uh, because I was like, this film seems pretty crazy Oscar bait bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was very serious. The people, the, the racists were very racist. And um, <laughs> and and then my boy Heath, my favourite character out of out of the bunch of them, just got got. Um, you know, no longer in the film. Uh, and then I guess the acting showcase, I just really worked for me. Like, it's not just acting, it's the chemistry between the two. And I think we've been, it's not just our, our watch. Like, Hallie has been so deprived of chemistry. But like, just seeing two actors, two very lonely characters need each other and for that to be played to the hilt, but also with full kind of subtlety, it just really kind of worked for me. And I do think if the screenplay didn't fully do the work in terms of, oh, he's good now, it felt like that the actors were pro- projecting that level of of work enough so much that I was like, oh, I, I'm interested in the story between these two people. Um, and that was enough to get me to bag the film. It's bag. Nice. I can go next. Um, not enough monsters ball in this film. Not enough monsters. Not enough monsters. Just gonna say. Where just was the ogre's testicle? Um, yeah, I think I agree in that. I think this is like not a great film, but not a bad film. Mm. It's just like again, middle of the road, which is mm. you know. That's our ballpark, exactly. isn't it? Mm. That's our monsters but, ballpark. Damn, I. <laughs> That's a monster's <laughs> wolf hack. Um, but damn, when you see actors act, 
the way they're paid to do, the way they eat, <laughs> eat it up. Um, I was, oh, I loved it. I loved the, um, the scene, especially, I did not, I mean, I think I was anticipating Hallie to be good because obviously her Oscar winning role, but like, Billy Bob really surprised me. And I was, mm. um, that man was, I don't think I've ever seen him work like that in, a, in such a beautiful, tender way. Um, and it made me believe in the power of acting. <laughs> no. um, it's a bag. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in a similar place to both of you. I feel like this film, I think, could be so much worse um, without those performances. So I think it is really kind of like a testament to those two lead mm. performances, which is Billy Bob and Hallie, yeah. not Billy Bob and Heath, unlike what the critics he, would like you to he believe. He also ate for the time that he, he was did there. eat, yeah. but he's definitely third build. Yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. Yeah, uh, I reckon that I think the I think the screenplay is not great. It's um, not. I think yeah, there is too much like this guy was racist and then he stopped being racist. Mm. Um, but also, you know, it is 20 years old. Mm. There's got to be some, some sort of level of maybe giving it a, cutting it a bit of slack. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's very much in the middle. It's not a strong bag for me. Mm. Um, but I think given all in all, even though, you know, I had maybe less fun than I have had on some worse mm. films, um, it was, there were moments in this where I was like genuinely appreciating, oh, this was a well-made scene. This was a good, like, line su- reading. That was a good performance. It was a good moment. Mm. I was surprised by this film mm. in some ways. And the yeah. ending, the, 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 the way the relationship unfolded really surprised me. Yeah. In a way. In a good way. Yeah. Um, so I think in the end, all in all, I'm going to give it a bag. Wow. Wow. Mm. A bag for Monsters Ball. continues winning for mm. this film. Yeah. Not, 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 not quite the others. Truly not insane how much they put those characters through, though. Like, oh my God. so many deaths. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was brutal. Um, but well done to Monsters Ball. You have officially... Uh, we'll give you a crown for the bell of the ball. I don't know. The, or what's the bell version? What's the monster's version of a bell? A... A goblin of the ball. I don't know. Uh, a beast of the ball? Yeah. Um, anyway. Beast um, actress. Beast <laughs> actress. Um, and so if you want to uh, find out more about what we're doing after the Halle Berry series, because we're starting to wrap it up, we only have, have one, more one more to go, um, then you can follow us on Mixed Bag Podcast or on Mixed Bag Pod on and Instagram, again, Facebook, and Twitter. if you want to be on the podcast, tell us in writing, please, yes. through and Twitter, we'll through email. Do not tell us in person because I'll forget. We need a paper trail to remind ourselves. Also, we're coming up on a hundredth episode. I know. Very exciting. Not quite as soon as you may believe from the episode numbers, <laughs> yeah. but yes. it's still coming up. We don't know what we're doing yet, but you know. It's going to be good. For yes. now. That's a wrap. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.